I'm Connor Fowler. And I'm Matt Smith. Welcome to Apocalypse Duds yet again. Another yet. week has passed. A little bit more than a week. We had uh, some scheduling snafus for the launch of the totally doesn't mean anything, but we numbered them for whatever dumb fuck reason. Uh, season yeah. four <laughs> premiere. Uh, our arbitrary seasons, yeah. Our arbitrary seasons. Um, that I, I don't know why we did that, but... I think it still serves... It serves a purpose for our planning, you know? Yeah, it's like... Kind not of, like people but are, like... When but I we're not of, taking a break. Right, yeah. When I think of seasons, Maybe. I think of, like, TV shows that take, like, you know, six months off and then return, but... Uh, yeah, well, we yeah. never sleep on this program. Yeah, yeah. Con- Connor is constantly texting me shit that is an idea or a relation to the show... And Matt very patiently puts up with it. So it, it, works, <laughs> I am a, it works out for everyone. I am a texter. Uh, Connor is one of the, like, handful of people that has phone privileges with me. Um, as Gary Goldman <laughs> said, as Gary Goldman in his fabulous bits about text messaging said, uh, you text me first to even, uh, or sorry, to check if I'm see, uh, if I'm even accepting calls today. Right. So you text right. me first, yeah. and then and and you say, "Hey, something to the effect of, hey, are you available? Can I call you?'" My uh, cousin cold calls me all the time, and it's like, yeah, dude, I always think you're don't fucking fucking dying. cold call people. Yeah, I think you're so, like, I think you're like, yeah, uh, like leaning out if, on the street or something. If most people call me, I, I am under the impression that an emergency situation is occurring. Uh, outside of like yeah. maybe seven people, because it better be fucking urgent. <laughs> it better be urgent. It better be urgent. Um, uh, well, well, it's late. We're recording now, so we'll run through some things quickly. Um, we are trying to grow the show as ever, and um, so we're looking into like web web hosting, which I don't know if that is going to be a fool's errand or not. I mean, you would think that you could get you could secure free web hosting but you apparently can't and it's always like a monthly charge so it sort of is what it is um but we're i guess piloting some design ideas for i don't know the the visual aspect of the show like our logos and stuff like that so anyway be on the lookout yeah Uh, yeah um in that note you know we are trying to get more people to listen to the podcast um we you know we get good feedback mostly and uh we want more people to hear it so if you've got a friend that you think would be into it um or if you want to share it to your instagram story uh also tag us we'll reshare anything because you know uh, instagram is its own burden um but yeah just you know, recommend us. Um, do yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, I think that'll do it. I think you guys will enjoy our uh, episode with uh, Shane, Shane Curry and um. Yeah, yeah, we uh, our first uh, return guest, and we just check in with him, talk a lot about uh about thrifting, thrifting, thrifting tips from a thrifting. master from two from two masters, truly. Uh-huh. Uh yeah, uh, I'm I'm not even gonna respond to that. Um, we talk, uh, we talk about Alfargos. Shout out Alfargos. We love you guys. Um, and building community. Yeah, it was good. It was a good chat. It was yeah, a very. It was good a chat. nice. It was a nice show. A little less structured than um our usual shows. So yeah, which, a little more you conversational. Know, like 
again, in season four, um, not to divulge too much, but we've, we've got some special shit up our sleeves, which is not going to be our typical uh, interview format. But we, yeah, we're working on some shit and think, uh, think you guys will appreciate it. Um, yeah, I had an eventful day yesterday um, seeing two bands that I absolutely love um, and easily uh, this show catapulted into one of my top three shows I've ever seen, but I uh, had the chance to experience the Melvins and Boris last night at probably my favorite mid-sized venue in Atlanta. It was fan-fucking-tastic. Did you weep? I did not weep. Um, That's you like know, a, that seems like a weeping show. Uh, uh, no, because like, you know, one of the like one of the coolest things about this is I've listened to the Melvins since I was, you know, on and off since I was a kid because um, they were around. Um, Boris is is, you know, someone that I I really started like getting into into a few years back. Um, and, you know, they're they're prolific as fuck. They've written and recorded like, you know, 30 plus albums or something at this point. Um, so it wasn't really a weeping kind of vibe. Because, no, like, dude, I mean, weeping because it was so powerful and beautiful. Well, okay, so that yes, it, it was that. Um, I, I don't, I don't cry happy tears. If I'm crying, I'm depressed as shit. Um, but I did say, or I will say that I was smiling through the vast majority of the show. That's like, what I mean. That's yeah, exactly like, what I mean. Like I said to my friends that that uh, went with me, um, you know, it's not often that you see heavy aggressive music that puts a smile on your face and like both of those bands like watching fucking king buzzo uh thrash around on stage and like seeing you know seeing three dudes having fun and then like seeing you know seeing boris like playing a seminal record of theirs like all the way through um yeah it was just like they were having fun everyone was having a blast and like crowd included there was a there was a push pits which was um both hilarious and also like everyone was like just smiling like having a good time and like at one point a bunch of people linked arms and it was like oh this is the most this is the most like wholesome mosh pit you'll ever see in your fucking life but just like everybody vibing and yeah uh boris i will say as as a person that has seen many 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 and played many 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 loud shows um there's no there's no sound of a band that has ever like physically affected me the much as much as their sound last night. It was it was fucking wild. So it sounds like a weeping show. Uh yeah, uh, inner 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 happy tears, outer smiles, which I'll well, take cause that. Well, cuz I yeah, I mean when I saw Rage Against the Machine, I just wept. Yeah. You know, yeah. cuz I was like holy shit, like, how is this even happening? So that's awesome. I'm so happy to hear it. Yeah, and then uh, to put the fucking icing on the goddamn cake, uh, so Boris played the record all the way through, and uh, they are named after the Melvin song, Boris, and so they ended their set, as did the Melvins playing Boris, and just one of the the coolest things that I will ever experience in my life. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, we hope you uh, like the show coming up. Um, stay tuned. Uh, thanks for listening, and take care. Ladies and gentlemen, friends and folks, tonight we have the rare honor and privilege to be in the presence of greatness. Tonight we stand in awe of the picky purveyor of Polo. The Sherlock of Secondhand, 
This man has more goodwill than goodwill. Dennis Chambers, session drummer. The everyman with the golden hands. The triumph with the tote bag. The dashing and dexterous drumming dynamo. The undisputed heavyweight overcoat champion of the world. Straight edge was never a game to him. Here's Shane Joseph Curry. I am speechless. Oh my, I, heard, <laughs> I heard Dennis Chambers in there. so we we figured since we fucked you on the first episode with a lame intro because we just got burned out writing them for every every show and connor was like i'm pretty sure shane said like oh man that that that's it or something last time and we're like all right we gotta we gotta up the ante on this one uh the line that connor did not write that i said he should or did not read that i said he should is let's Let's get ready to convo. <laughs> hey, anything wrestling related, I'm, I'm down with that. <laughs> yeah, we did, we did our intel. We did our intel. That's so funny. Oh, I'm glad I'm, glad I'm a, a two-timer. Oh, man. I, we could talk about wrestling for a year, so. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm just curious, like, so you watched it when you were a kid, or did you get into it, like, recently? Well, I watched it when I was, uh, like, a kid kid, like, you know, like, five, six, early 90s, and yeah. then I got out of it for a bit and then back into what i'd say the um like 97 98 right when the attitude era blew up oh yeah 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 like, yeah pretty much everyone in my age range uh was was into it when that was you know the monday night wars and all that right. stuff yeah. but my brother and a few friends we got into it like deep like we would Your twin like, yeah my twin yes we would do um like the tape trading we would find all the you know um like japanese death matches oh that's and, fucking uh, awesome yeah, we were like so into it. I still like to watch it. I still like to watch yeah, like the it, older stuff. I mean, I don't I have, follow the most recent stuff, but I have friends that are like hella into it. Like they'll go mm-hmm. and see matches and shit to this day. And it kind of yeah. seems like it kind of seems, you know, because I, I grew up with WCW. Like me too. That's, yeah, that's yeah. WCW like that was mm-hmm. my shit. Mm-hmm. Um, WWF was always kind of like lame in my opinion. I don't know. Mm-hmm. No, I uh, get anyway. That. But, you know, like, the new stuff seems to kind of harken back more to the 90s shit, just from yeah. from what I've seen, than the, like, hyper, you know, almost, like, soap opera-style shit mm-hmm. of the, like, early 2000s WWE. Yeah, I think when AEW came around, it was like, uh, people thought, oh, cool, there's another, you know, not that there's competition, but WWE right, right. sort of had, a, like, monopolized all the wrestling fans, so yeah. having another brand to go to... It felt like, oh, back in the day, a couple of, you know, shows you can watch. You can watch either one. But, right. yeah, I'm a definitely a big um, – I have a few friends that will make fun of me, but I, have a, I'm a, I was a big WCW guy. Nice, um, nice. Who, who was your favorite? In WCW? Ah, man, I got to say – well, overall, I mean, Shawn Michaels is my favorite of all time. Okay. But in yeah, WCW, yeah. I, I think back then, I mean, I loved Eddie Guerrero. I oh love, yeah, I yeah. I know Mysterio became big in the WWE world, but I discovered Rey Mysterio through WCW and ECW. Right, right. So I would say those two guys for sure. I love Jericho. Jericho was great too. He was just great, like very charismatic. Um, but yeah, there was some. I think back <laughs> it's then. It's so good. funny. Like I know the only reason that I know about wrestling is through rappers referencing <laughs> wrestlers. <laughs> That's well, like, my, the end, like my fourth hand encounter with. Towards the end of WCW existing, they would bring in, they brought in like a couple of um, rappers to, I guess, maybe, I don't know if it was like a publicity thing, but they had like Silk the Shocker's birthday on oh, Nitro. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. Well, WCW, 
they were based in Atlanta, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I like think the, that's like he was involved at some point. <laughs> Diamond Dallas Page is from here. I think Sting is from here. That makes uh, sense. Uh, there's a, a handful of people that like mm-hmm. grew up outside the city, you know, mm-hmm. uh, or right outside the city. Uh, yeah, it so, was it was like a southern promotion. It really dude, was. I had no idea that that sounds sick, actually. <laughs> and so, like, Westside Gun loves wrestling. He like famously skipped the Grammys to go watch wrestling. So, That's so like, funny. Yeah, just Good a weird him. flex, but like awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. That's so funny. Yeah. So, so I was gonna ask if it if it if it influenced your dressing at all. Like, does it uh, showmanship? Like, does that play into it? Did that assist you with your band? No, a lot of those wrestlers were not. Um, let's say fashion forward. Let's say right, right. I mean, but we did have Raven, the the weird you know character in the in the mid nineties that was like a grunge dude. And then I know I always watch. I yeah. would watch his matches and try to figure out what like what band shirt he was wearing. Right, right, yeah. yeah. And then All I the mean, time. you got CM Punk too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. Aren't there a, a couple of other straight edge wrestlers now as well? Or... I don't follow it as closely now. I think Punk came back in some de- to some degree, but gotcha. I think he was like he was like a big um, figure in like the because uh, he was like you know like a headliner at one point. He was like doing main events. Right, right. Um, so he brought like straight edge. Not to the mainstream, but, you know, I think the casual wrestling fan probably didn't know what Straight Edge was. Oh, absolutely. You know? So that's yeah. kind of cool. Like that. I was going to say, in the research for this, I looked up Shane, the name, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know it's Sean? I don't. I didn't know that. But it's funny because I do get people um, who do, you know, they, you know, we just met essentially. But I do get Sean the first few times and then they catch on to Shane. I guess cuz Sean is more common too, maybe. Well, it's the Irish Shane. There you go. I do have a cousin named uh Seamus. Oh, so that's yeah. very, that's very yeah. yeah, they're Tried. all tied together yeah. like yeah. Shane, Sean, Sh- yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. So I just I just thought that was what I mean. Yeah, I do get I do get Sean. Even people I've known for like a good amount of time, they'll sometimes just slip and say Sean. And wow. it's a gender neutral name. I, I mean, I think it's cool. Do I like I. that it's not. I like that my name is is not very common. I think that's kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. As someone named Matt, I am <laughs> superbly jealous. Uh, I probably said it before, but they're like in my in my school class. Like I basically grew up with the same people, you know, throughout all yeah. all grades. But Matt, were... how many friends? How many friends do you have named Matt? Uh, off the top of my head, I think four. Yeah. Four or five, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. It's oh like crazy. We, it's we, all, crazy. we just went by our last names or like shitty nicknames, which mine was Smitty, <laughs> which I never want to fucking have ever again. Like I'm not yeah, a thirties gangster. I would never call you that. Yeah, yeah thank I'm you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like if oh I was a nineteen thirties gangster like shooting up a fucking bank, yeah, yeah. sure. Call me, yeah, call me Smitty. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. How's uh how's everything going, Shane? Life update: the dog, the wife. Everyone's good. Um, Ready for fall, like the rest of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hoping. Uh, you know, October's on Sunday, so I'm hope. I know we're gonna get some warmer days, but it should uh, go back down after that. Yeah, we had a long. I mean, you're you probably had a hotter summer than I did, but it it was pretty hot here. So yeah, I'm ready for yeah. that for it sure. Was, it was oppressive at points down here. Like, man, I don't know. Some of those days was just unbearable. Yeah, yeah. And, I would think like, am I ever, am I ever going to wear a sweater again? Like, I don't think it's going to happen. Right. Um, And I, I 
I kind of try to like I wear long sleeves all year round. Like obviously mm-hmm. the weight the weight of those long sleeves changes, but I'm like, well, fuck, I'm gonna sweat anyway. So uh, yeah, it's I mean it's it's definitely been nicer here, but it's it's still like I'd say the high 60s. It's supposed to get back up to like the high 70s, but then go back down. But in a few months, like every other year, it'll be freezing cold, which right. I like. But um, yeah, everything's good. I've just been doing my usual, you know, hunting around for some cool stuff and. Nice. Buying stuff, selling stuff. Yeah, um, we'll get into yeah. this more, but this is, you yeah, know, yeah. As, as someone that also deals uh, in clothing, yeah. like, this is our, our season because we like, we oh, like man. the outerwear. Yeah, the last, the last El Fargo's I did was back um, at the end of August. And I, not surprisingly, I got rid of um, a lot of coats, which was yeah. great. People are getting ready. Yeah. Um, I think people yeah, are trying to will it into existence. Like, I can, I, I, I'll buy this yeah. because I believe I can wear this. I do that too. I'm like, yeah. eventually, at some point, I will get to wear this, so I'm gonna grab yeah, it. You but just gotta put it up. Yeah, you have yeah. to. You have to. I yeah, was sweating been... in tweed already. Like I, it was like whatever temperature. It was like 68 mm-hmm. degrees. I was like, fuck it. I'm wearing the. I'm wearing the tweed jacket, and I oh, was like, in people. my school, just like, oh, I should not have done this. You have people who say, oh, anything below 70, and like it's fall weather. I'm like, no. No, no, no. That's no, not true. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe is a is a is an unspeakable variable. Yes, people gonna factor that in. I now get the whole oh it's a dry heat. I'm like, okay, I do appreciate a dry heat because this is yeah eighty percent humidity is horrible. It's like you're in a bowl of soup. No good. Just despicable. Yeah. Yeah, the the fits are also they suffer. They suffer. It's hard. If you're someone, it's not a real problem. I don't want to say it's hard. But <laughs> like, man, we're so we're so oppressed. I mean, it's, well, I mean, it is it is hard mm-hmm. for everyone. We're just like we just put an effort anyway, and so like that's true. Yeah, you know, you know, if, you know, I take that back. That's true. If you if you care about your appearance and it's something you love to do, then it's when it's like the middle of July and you're just like, man, I don't know. I don't know what else. I have no other options. It's too hot. Right. I don't right. know what to do. <laughs> Global warming is stealing my joy. Right. It's, <laughs> I mean, we don't get like real, we don't get real good, you know, it's funny to say sweater weather. We don't get that till maybe the end of October now. Right. Right. Yeah, you know? It's, bu- yeah. it's, it's bullshit. Yeah. Cause like I want to wear a coat. Oh, yeah. I want to wear a coat. Yeah. Coat. Yeah, but yeah. it's just too hot for that shit. Like, I saw it some is. stuff I was interested in buying, and then I was like, so it can just be in my closet, and, like, I can have exactly. that thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I know. I get that. I get that. But overall, everything's cool. Just, uh, just, uh, I have a secret, uh, top secret, um, thing I'm doing this weekend with, uh, with a watch brand. Hopefully Ooh. that'll, that'll oh, come boy. out. That well, should come out, like, middle of October, I, I was told. Um, so that's wow. something to look forward to. Yeah, that should be fun. Yeah, uh, I think I yeah. can. I think I can guess. I'm not trying to out you, but I. Uh, that's awesome. We could talk off. We could post recording. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm yeah, not saying yeah. that. I'm just saying that's <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. great. That's something. That's something different that's coming up. And uh, yeah, just doing my. That's usual exciting. Stuff. You say the yeah. best thing for last. Yeah, that's it's, exciting. It, it so are be. you like? I mean, can I ask? Like, are you participating like yourself? Yeah, essentially, it's it's um. It's a watch coming out. I was told middle of October, and oh, it's awesome. going to be. It's going to be. Essentially, they wanted the um, shoot to be more. I guess you would say. I don't want to say menswear based, but obviously the watch is the focus. But the outfit and the setting is just as big of a deal. It's not your typical like here's a wrist shot. 
and uh, that's it. It's more like uh, I get to I get to bring my own clothes, and we're gonna mix and match some stuff and do some shoots, uh, some shots um, for the social media for the watch. Hell yeah! So, well, hey, dude, that's cool. it, like seriously, any you know any kind of when you when you launch whatever or like even when you post stuff, mm-hmm. tag tag us and like we're happy to share it. Sure, I definitely will. Yeah, I definitely I, will. That'd be cool. Yeah, what so you, what'd you uh, wear today? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, today I had just a normal day, but I did have parent-teacher at my school uh, right before we started recording. So during the day, like I said last time, I work in a school with um, small kids, two to five years old. So it can get messy sometimes. So I try to I try to stay put together, but also if I get messy, okay. Right. So right. I just did. I just did. I had um just had brown cords on from Uniqlo. I had a. Brooks, um, Navy, uh, not Navy, uh, blue Oxford. And I just had on some maroon vans, but I went home, changed for parent teacher. I got to, uh, put together an actual outfit. So I had on some Alden shell loafers. I had on some, um, Natalino. They're a pretty small brand, but I think some people would know who they are. Natalino, um, olive cords. I had mm-hmm. a very nice, uh, pretty crispy new old stock. Um, J Press White Oxford. I had a yellow um, sleeveless Drake's cardigan, and I had a hey. great, a great um, J Muser sport jacket I got from them uh, last summer, and uh, it was good. I actually I snapped the pic, so maybe I'll send it to you guys if you want to yeah, use it for the yeah. Please yeah. So definitely felt good in that. Um, so two fits today, two fits. Yeah, so. I love the yellow sweater vest, and I love a two outfit day. It's like I know, I know, it's so it was, nice. It was nice. My, my, version of that, it, my version of that is always like putting on like more layers than I need and sure. eventually stripping them down as yeah, my yeah. day progresses. Well, that's why the sleeveless cardigan is so good. Totally. Because, totally. yeah, it's That's there, what I'm looking not. for on eBay, dude. It's fucking hard to find ones that are not terrible. I got lucky. I mean, where I, I'm on Long Island, so I'm not far from the city. A few summers ago, um, Drake's had a sample sale, and I got them for, I think, like 30 or 40 bucks a piece. Oh, hell yeah. Wow. So I was able, and there, I, I mean, I love Drake's. I don't want to say I mean, anything bad about them, but the prices are the prices are up there. And oh, yeah. um, so getting them for like 30 to 40 bucks a piece, I was able to get a couple. Um, but they're they're obviously made you know extremely well, and they're definitely worth the money. But getting them at a you know, discounted, I was able to get a bunch, which was nice. Mix and match them. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. fucking awesome. But they are hard to find secondhand for sure, especially like the, the exact style you want. They're tough. Yeah, I feel yeah. like a lot of times, like a lot of the ones that Connor has sent me, like mm-hmm. were, they might be okay, but it's like, this looks very grandpa or grandma, yeah. as the case may be. And not yeah. like, always in a good way. And not way. in like a good, yeah, not in a good way. Like, you know, I... Matt shot down, Matt shot down like a hand knit and it looked like it, it was like yellow. Oh, it was, I'll, I'll have to put it if it's still it, available. It was heinous. Yeah, yeah. It was heinous. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. I, I think I called that particular one hateful to Allah. Yeah, uh, you did. I remember yeah. that distinctly. Yeah. Which shout out Ava from Epaulette. That is, that is her joke. Uh, yeah, that funny. I co-opted years ago, and it 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 just fits the moment. I promise you. I gotta see it. Oh yeah, wow, we'll track yeah. it. We'll track it. Down. Yeah, I, I'm in the minority that like I that appreciates things on other mm-hmm. people to an extent, but also yeah. I'm I'm insanely picky about what I wear and like sure. what I wear tailored wise or like 
mo- most things is just very like toned down. Like I don't like anything loud. I like camo, yeah. but camo is also yeah. like kind of a new. So this this is Matt on my yeah. style consultation. Basically, is <laughs> like try to take it down to like maybe like a nine. Yeah, I got that. I got you. Yeah. I get that. I get that. You know, I'm, I'm pretty. Loud. I mean, I'm a loud person. I'm a very loud dresser. Yeah, that's okay though. I mean, if it's as you know what, here's the thing: is we all know is uh, as long as you feel it sounds so corny, but if you feel good in it, you know that's that's pretty totally. much all. I need. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I you know I can appreciate things that I would never in a million years wear. Me too. But it, you know, if the person looks cool, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't love high fashion, but I can look at you know I can look at high fashion stuff like men's, women's, whatever, mm-hmm. and be like. Like, oh, that's that's killer. Like, yep. you know, it, it it's a statement or sure that I would mm-hmm. never make, but I can I can appreciate what it what it is. Yeah, uh, me too. Yeah, certain things Connor sends me, I think should be burned <laughs> or buried or just got. I think I just need to start posting them. That's what I'm going to do. Is I'm going to start. You should. That's them. that's going to be our <laughs> new segment where Connor just posts the most ridiculous things that I shoot down. Yeah, like to, Connor's to picks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Connor's eBay like, picks. Like three or four I, weeks. I'm on eBay like days. all day. I find some weird shit. Well, I'm like punching myself because I didn't realize. Ah, uh, so sleeveless cardigan is not to me obvious terminology, right? Because it is mm-hmm. a vest. Sure. Uh, oh yeah. A cardigan. Well, a cardigan. No, no. A cardigan has sleeves. Yeah. Sure. Well, I mean, I it's, a, it's a sweater. I think almost positively a cardigan has sleeves, and so a sleeveless cardigan, it's like. That is a vest in my universe. But in my head, a vest is a pullover. Yeah. But a vest can have buttons on it. That's not, you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I would say cardigan vest over sweater vest just because it's styled like a cardigan. Yeah. I guess that's a good yeah. point. I don't yeah. know. And so this is why they pay you the big bucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very much so. Uh, so the last episode with Crowley, we uh, we got into it a little bit, um, and I think you know any of us that have been uh, that have been picking for a certain number of years, like we we realize a lot of times that like you can only learn so much from seeing things on the internet, and you know I know you from the soft forum thrift thread originally, yeah. Like, um, you know we you and I and and that thread like a wealth of knowledge uh, that we glean from basically like people you know nerds like us going out and mm-hmm. you know finding shit um we talked with crowley about you know the kind of the kind of knowledge like the knowledge non-real world knowledge of things versus mm-hmm. the experience of like feeling and touching fabrics yeah. and, and things like that um you know we kind of you know we're kind of doing this a little bit freeform compared to our usual interviews but sure. um i just wanted to know if like you know, how you have, how you have merged those two worlds, like over, you know, over your career, for lack of a better word, of uh, of thrifting. Well, I definitely, like you said, I, when I started, I was uh, mainly just, I, I thrifted in high school here and there just because when I was coming up in school, it was, you know, everyone wore the little league shirts and, you know, everyone liked certain bands and you put those things together. But when I got into it again, when like hashtag menswear became what it was, I was doing the same thing. I was just looking on style forum, um, looking through like old, um, old like tumblers of people who I now like I follow on Instagram, but I was going through like going back in tumblers and just learning from, from that. And I realized a lot of them 
were wearing secondhand clothes. And I wasn't, you know, Googling uh, fabrics, but like you said, I would go out to a thrift and just turn things inside out, check, you know, check the stitching and then like, oh, this is a cool like blend. Like I didn't know when I first started doing this, like seriously, like, oh, this is, you can have wool and cashmere. That's cool. Or wool and silk. And that just was very interesting to me. So I would go home and I would look up, you know, uh, who made Ralph Lauren suits in the 1980s. And then I would just read all about it. And it just became something, uh, luckily, I was actually interested in. And then from there, it was a little of both. Like I would do some quote unquote research. Then I'm going to go to the stores back and forth, back and forth. And now it's to the point where I can just go and almost, I'm not saying like, oh, I'm so cool, but I can go in like blindfolded and touch something and go, oh, that's this. Oh, that's yeah. that. And some, I'm usually right because right. of the fact that I've been doing it so long. And like you said, with, with Sean, with Crowley, it, it's, you know, he's obviously, he's been doing this for a long time and he's has so much uh, knowledge about it. I'm sure he's the same way. Um, going and doing it and actually feeling something and digging through an old attic or an old barn it's it's so to me it's rewarding because you really get that that tactile experience and you get the knowledge you know yeah. you get the knowledge because if I'm selling at all Fargos or if I sell to some people over Instagram or whatever it's especially in person actually you can it's so cool and someone's like oh this is made out of this like it's it's just it it's a cool you're not just selling someone a a, a, a shirt or a jacket they like. They also like the, the story. Oh, how'd you come across it? Oh, I found it in a barn at, on this town ta- in this town on Long Island. It was like buried under this, and they like that. So the story that goes along oh, yeah. with the item is just as important. And sometimes it's not all about like you know uh, money, but sometimes that sells the piece. Totally, yeah. like, oh, totally. And, gonna, and I gotta also, get it. I gotta get you know, it. If you're doing this at a market in person, and you can visually see the person's eyes laugh, like, "Whoa, yeah. this is cool as hell!" Like. Yeah. That's a that's an immeasurable experience in mm-hmm. in this world. Yeah, they go. Oh, you found that. Uh, and I always say barn, but there's a lot of like on the eastern eastern end of Long Island. There's a lot of like uh, barn sales and things like that. So right, mm-hmm. right. one time I did dig out an old Abercrombie coat from I think like the 30s or 40s. Oh, that's um, cool. Literally in a barn um, out on a, on a in a little town on the east end of Long Island, uh, and that I mean. The story is just as cool as the as the garment. Totally. Yeah. So getting totally. that getting that uh that experience, quote unquote, like out in the field, it's a funny way to say it, but it, <laughs> it's it's uh shout out style for him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Live in the field, yes. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's 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 definitely it's definitely worth doing. And if you like um if you like thrifting, if you like looking for secondhand stuff, then I think I think once you hit a wall with all the quote unquote research, you just got to go out as much as you can, yeah. and hope hopefully you enjoy doing it. You could do you could enjoy the research and then go to a thrift and not like it. So it's like right, right. Hopefully you like to do it too. Yeah, yeah. It takes a certain type uh, to yeah. to go out and scour you know stores that smell mm-hmm. like a garbage truck is sitting inside of it. And yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, like I, I also am one of those that like I thrift more by feel and sight than I do. Yeah. Like I don't, I'm not flipping everything on any rack ever. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's always so funny when you see the like I saw it today, and I think the dude was just shopping for himself, but like literally looking at every single shirt on this rack. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, dude, that's gonna that's good. You're gonna be here a while. Um, yeah, if yeah, 
<laughs> if you're doing it, if you're doing it for yourself, and again, whenever I go out to the stores or whatever, I do sometimes think, okay, I'll get, I'll grab one thing for myself, and the rest I'll hopefully get to pass along to someone else. Right. Um, but I used to look through everything, before, like you said, you know, if you're looking for yourself and you aren't too familiar with clothing, sure. But yeah. you or yeah. I or anyone that's familiar if you're trying with to do this as a living, that is not a, a very good use of your time. Exactly. You got to equate yeah, like the time versus money. Again, it comes back to the experience. Like you, you uh -huh. got past that because you had, yeah. you know, thousands of hours like in the field, fucking looking mm -hmm. and touching shit. Yeah. And I still see it. Like you said, I still see it to this day whenever I go. I, you know, I work Monday through Friday. I pretty much go just on the weekends now, uh, whenever I can. But I, I go at least once a week to at least four or five stores. I have my own little route that I do. And you, you will start to see the same, uh, people here and there and yeah. they're always you know everyone's got to do what they got to do i understand but they're 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 on their phone they're looking through their card is brimming with stuff and you sneak a peek and you're like you want to say no offense but i don't know what you're going to do with this stuff right like, right <laughs> like unless uh, you know what if i'm wrong come and find me and tell me i'm wrong i'm glad but to I know think... that's not only a southern thing because i no, see, no, no. i see no. like old ladies and you know just not to stereotype. I see all kinds of people picking up shit and being like, mm -hmm. oh, I could sell this on Mercari. And I'm like, I dude, know. you could sell that yeah. for $5 with yeah. shipping and it costs you like $3.99. That's, yeah. that's not a good profit margin. There's a lot of the quantity people I see that oh, I, yeah. think they, I think they see. I mean, I'm sure you see it too with social media. There's a lot of people on YouTube and Instagram that are filming themselves thrifting. And they literally say, going to the Goodwill to try to find something to sell on eBay. And then they pick up, you know, X brand that I would never even think about. And I'm thinking, am I wrong? Like what? Like yeah. what? What a specific brand. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've seen people on like a, like YouTube shorts where they're, they're filming themselves in the thrift and they're like, Oh, this, um, obviously we, like, okay. We all know North face. Right. right I think right. some North face things probably do very well. But would I buy a pair of North Face shorts for ten bucks to maybe sell them for like twenty five? I wouldn't personally. No, absolutely, not. absolutely. But some people, they—that's my bread and butter. I sell those all day. If you right. do, that's great. Right. But I—that's right. not for me. Yeah, you that's do you. Me. That is not worth my time. Yes. If uh, it's worth your time, go ahead. Yeah, that's okay. Exactly. Because exactly. they it's won't like be look—they won't be looking for what I'm looking for. So. No, nah, definitely not. Uh, so since you are one of us that, that thrifts a lot by, mm -hmm. you know, touch and feel, mm -hmm. um, I have a brand that gets me so often mm -hmm. that like, I'm, I, I'm a little embarrassed to admit it. And oh, so I want to, I want to get your brand that like looks promising, you know, you see it from five feet away. You're like, Oh fuck. Yeah. That's, that's going to be good. And you turn it over I and you're like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking like a it's a totally different brand right like a dupe sort of thing yeah well yeah it's like it, it, so it's like a like a house brand from something or it's a it's a certain okay. like you know like uh one that that get, ha, gets me fairly regular but i'm not as embarrassed about it is like older gap and banana republic and i'm not talking mm -hmm. about cool banana republic i'm talking yeah. about like late 90s to like mid aughts banana yep. republic where they had really nice fabrics and then like the cuts garbage it's made in who knows fucking where just mm -hmm. it's not cool anyway so my my personal motherfucker brand <laughs> is goodfellow the target house brand right oh gosh because yeah. they do a bunch of like 
wash sport coats and like work jackets mm-hmm. and like the, H- the HBT cloth, like the olive drab HBT. Mm-hmm. I'll literally spot it from 10 feet away and be like, oh, fuck yeah. Turn it over. Motherfucker. Like, what? <laughs> right. So I I I'm going to admit this, okay? I'll admit this. Uh, it sticks in my head because it was so prominent. I was in one of the stores I usually go to at least like once a week. And I've I started checking the women's coats because they, they will, you know, by mistake, I'm, I'm assuming they'll mix in oh, men's yeah. coats sometimes, right? W- women, women's, women's section in general is a hidden gem. Yeah, right? I know. I'm, I'm learning that. I'm, see, I'm, I'm still learning first. stuff. So. You heard it. I, I, that has been yes. my secret weapon for years. Yes, so many, <laughs> so many great coats. And I'm like, this is actually a men's coat. So I'll never forget it. I'm going down the aisle and I see this like really, it's really long. It's like this great hound's tooth. I'm like, whoa. I'm like, that's like either Polo or something, right? It was Zara or Zara. I looked around like, is this a prank? I was like, this is crazy because it looked so good and yeah. I could not believe it. Oh, and I, I don't mean, know if they just dude, did their research and they know what people want, but I was like, oh my God, that was, I'm totally it's wrong. Like because all of the pieces are impersonations, right? Like they're yes. all copies basically. Yeah. So it just means the designer is doing a good job, sort of. I, I was shocked. I saw that like houndstooth and I'm like, whoa, that is so cool. And it was like, it was belted and I'm like, whoa. And the second I touched it, I'm like, this sucks. And then I turned it out. I saw the tag and I'm like, that's totally got me. I would say that and um, Alan Flusser, who I do. Oh, yes. Yes. Great, like bespoke stuff. Like uh, he's a legend. I've read the books. Like I get it. But the the more like the made in China stuff, like the shirts are just not the same um, quality. They're not the same thing. Um, and that, so that sometimes will get me. And I think there's one called Hunt Club. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. The purple, yeah, the yeah, purple yeah. label. Purple, I think it's purple label Ralph yeah. Lauren. I'm like, you yep. Son of a- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Damn it. It's, uh, it's yeah, so are- funny. It, yeah, it's funny because I feel like every single person I know that goes to thrift stores and like yard sales or whatever the fuck often has mm-hmm. this shit. It's like, oh, you- yeah. Everyone has their specific. I know Goodfellow is probably a bunch of people's <laughs> also, as is mm-hmm. Hunt Club and everything else. And oh my God. Yeah. It's, it's just, very funny. It's therapeutic to talk about it. But then I'll come across, I still wear it to this day. I have a great, you mentioned the gap. I have a gap. Um, it's like a, like a maroon color, like a, like a deep red, um, Shetland sweater made in England. Oh yeah, shirt. totally. Metal shoulder. I'm like, this is the Gap, dude. Where was that? Like, well, I mean, Gap in particular, you know, started out basically yeah. as like a a kind of pseudo hippie denim store back in the like late hey, 70s. That's true. That's and, true. I mean, even you know, as you know, and the Banana Republic outfit or uh, adventure era stuff yeah. is killer. But like, even in the 80s and 90s, like when they, you know, when they merged or whatever, they still made some cool shit. Mm-hmm. They definitely did. It definitely, if you find it, it's definitely worth picking up. And I was yeah, like, oh, it's, it's great for like, like, it's not really worth anything to like no. try to flip it, but it, no. you know, if it fits you and it's cool, like, mm-hmm. hell yeah, rock that. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, a great Shetland sweater, I'm never going to pass up as long as it fits. No, definitely not. Uh, I'm never going to pass it up. Definitely not. Yeah. God, that freaking so other Have you got other general, general thrifting tips, advice? I mean, I think we've had some good things so far. Yeah. We don't want to blow I'm... up any, any spots, but yeah. yeah no, no trade secrets, just like general stuff. Cause I think like, uh, going through the whole store is like, I don't know. 
It's a lot. It depends on the size of the store, I guess. Yes. I have a few. I will I will definitely share them because and like like you just said, there's no blowing up spots because I'm very aware of where I live in the world. I'm on Long Island. There's a ton of people. If you could only come here and see the amount of stuff that gets right. donated. I believe there's, it. There's no shortage, right? So I have no have I had a few friends who found something I'm like, God damn it, I wish I got that, but it's people I know, I like them a lot. I'm happy for them, but it just shows you how much stuff there is, right? Right. But I think there's a few things you should do. If you're going to do this and you want to start maybe taking it seriously, maybe you want to find some stuff to sell. Even if you want to just like revamp your wardrobe. Connor, like you said, going through everything, I think at first is smart to get the feel for things, to to maybe discover things that you didn't know you liked. And now you're like, oh, I got to touch it, feel it. Now I like it. Once you start to go frequently and you start to – become familiar with fabrics and cuts then you could start to skip things here and there i skip certain sections or i'll just like browse them quick i think the biggest yeah. thing that people i know that thrift and people i know that thrift uh you know full time the biggest thing is going as frequently as you can i used to think right. oh this store hasn't been good i'm gonna give it two weeks and i'll come back but then you think in that two weeks all the stuff that's coming through those doors that you're missing so if you can mm. go Go as much as you can and potentially maybe find out what days they bring out um, new stuff. Um, Like I know stores I go to don't restock Sunday or Monday. So Tuesday through Saturday, they're working new racks and new items. So are you known? Like do the staff know you? Like, oh, they're Shane. Um, Like Some of the smaller stores I go to do. um, Like I'm talking like like the small like church ones that I go to. But the bigger chain ones I go to, they might recognize me, but they don't uh, like they don't say anything. Because I think a lot of those stores do have a lot of regulars that they probably become familiar with. Um, so the smaller stores, yes, but the bigger stores, probably not. And if they do, they don't say anything. But I try to go – again, I don't go – I only go like once or twice a week. But I'm lucky that the stores I go to are packed full of stuff. Um I definitely had days where I come back with like a tie out of like nine stores. I'm like, oh god. Oh yeah, those are the best <laughs> you know? days. Like a hundred something miles, uh, you know, driving and one tie. But then I've had days where I like the trunk is like, you know, brimming with stuff. So going frequently because I know people again, people I like, but they will say, "How do you find this stuff?" I never find anything, and then I go, "Well, how often do you go?" I don't know. I pop in like once a month. I'm like, "Well, that's why you're not. It's not yeah. working." Yeah. You got to go. I have a friend who goes like multiple times a day to the same store. Yeah. Oh, totally. That's what my sister does. My sister goes anytime that she can and she yeah. fucking finds yeah. everything. I, I have stores that I go to every single day. Um, it, But I also like I've yet to see anyone picking these stores that mm-hmm. is actually like searching for what I care about. Um, sure. And like, you know, it's rarely a like, oh, there's. 13 different things that weren't here yesterday it's usually like a one or two but they're five minutes from my house and so i'm just like, okay like i'll pop into these two like most of the time and you know it uh it kind of feels good to, to do that just like like the, like you said the some of the employees acknowledge you and they're like oh hey how are you like yeah yeah it's nice being a regular yeah for sure it definitely is and the, some of the smaller stores i go to they're like oh did you you know we just got i was in i was in a smaller store that i still go to to this day and as I was like looking through some stuff, this older guy came in with two bags full of stuff and he dropped them off. Very nice. And then the lady goes, oh, um, you know, you can poke through them. Nothing's priced. But if you find something, we'll figure it out. 
So like this stuff just came through the door. The guy dropped it on the floor and was like, thank you. Got his receipt for his like, you know, taxes and then he left. Um, but it's like, she reckoned, she knew me from me going there previously. She was like, oh, we usually, you know, we want to price things first, but if you want to poke through it, it's okay. And we'll figure it out. Fuck yeah. So, yeah. so if you go frequently and you know, you're nice to them. And obviously if you buy stuff from them, that's a plus. Um, yeah, you can, you can, uh, definitely, you know, make those connections and, uh, hopefully find some cool stuff. I don't, I don't ever want to like, um, be that guy who, who is, is essentially like swooping in and like grabbing stuff just because you know somebody right but right you're not trying to get a know, backroom deal no because i know people who have done that and it's like it's just to me it kind of takes the the the, the hunt is the fun yeah part. yes the hunt is if the you, fun the if you get handed to you it's like why even sure you could maybe you'll make a ton of money off that stuff you've that person handed to you but i don't know i, I think going and like the anticipation of like well okay it's fall winter the coats are gonna be out the sweaters are out this is exciting Right, you've been waiting right. for That's this all fun. year. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is this is our like Christmas season. Oh my kinda, gosh, so I know. This is an appropriate time for me to pitch my thrift store Olympic Games. Okay, I'm ready. I thought this. I thought this. I've been thrifting my entire life, also. You know, not to the mm-hmm. extent that either of you do, but I just think it would be very funny to have like pro- professional thrifters. Like <laughs> scouring a store for something, one or two things. You know what I mean? Like I a supermarket sweeps. Yes, exactly. Like a supermarket sweeps type thing, but with a thrift <laughs> store. You have to find one pair of gray flannel trousers. One pair of. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. But it's like one pair of the flannel trousers is whatever. You yeah, know. Yeah. So yeah. you're finding the needle in the haystack, and it's like time. I don't yeah. know. I think it's a very funny idea. It's that a funny, funny idea. But I, I usually would, do. I could never participate because that that would drive my anxiety through the roof. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It would be stressful. It would be yeah. very stressful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So something this makes me think of Shane. Um, mm-hmm. You you know you know people that that thrift pretty regular. Yeah. Um, do you? enjoy thrifting with other people i mean i don't really i don't really do it there's been times where i'm in a store and i see uh, a friend who i know who uh great guy and he does this uh i think he probably goes more than i do um so sometimes we'll like go back and forth about oh what'd you get what'd you get and right right like oh i found this like do you want this and very 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 friendly um but we're not like we don't go together we just happen to be there at the same time okay i really i honestly if if someone wanted to thrift together and they actually liked doing it, you know what I mean? Like if it was something they did also, maybe. But honestly, I do love just just if I go on a Saturday and I just, you know, I stop and get a coffee and I pop in my AirPods and I'm just like going through the racks. I love that. Listening to Apocalypse Duds. I did. Dude, I, I, I last Saturday when I had the Crowley episode on in my ear when I was looking through the racks. I, I hope Just it brought amazing. me some luck. Yeah. I, I, dude, I wish to everything holy and good in this world that I could listen to music on headphones while mm-hmm. I thrift. Mm-hmm. So there's two parts to this. I can't do that. Like, it just fucks me up. Like, I don't know. Sure. You know, it just, like, disorients me mm-hmm. trying to, I like... You know, I, I'm also not one to walk around, like, listening to music or something. Yeah. Um, and two, I also can't tune out the fucking shitty music playing in whatever <laughs> thrift store I'm in. Yeah. So, like, this is this is my curse. Like, I I can't listen to me- what I want to, and I can't not listen to the shit that I don't want to hear. 
which a lot of it is like contemporary Christian music or oh uh, yeah. top 100. Yeah. Like I heart radio bullshit. And mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, I see people, you know, with AirPods in and I'm just like, I'm, I'm so envious. I, I would give yeah. anything. Yeah, I don't really do music in the stores because, like you said, I think I might just become focused on the song or, like, you know, you're right. a musician, I'm a music. Like, I'd be, I'd be focused on, like, oh, I wonder what snare they used to record that. And I would just get <laughs> lost in it, which has happened. So yeah. I, like, you know, I'll listen to you guys or I'll listen to, um, like, an, this. Uh, a lot of the times I'll do a pod that I've heard before just so I don't have to concentrate on it. Right. Just so right. I have something in my ear. But I listened to you guys last week because I had it. I made sure I saved it for Saturday when I went to the stores. Um, but yeah, a lot of the time it's it's That's not so music. Sweet. Yeah, of course. That's killer. A lot of time it's not music. Or sometimes it sounds funny. Um, sometimes I'll just put the AirPods in uh, with nothing on just to oh, like, yeah. just to because like dull the, the music in the store. That and also it's a sign of don't talk to me. That too. That too. Like that I, too. I've had people like, oh, I'm. I need. I've had people like, you know, most of the time it's like older women who are trying to buy something for their husband. They're like, oh, this, you look like the same size. Like, would you wear this? It was right. just, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, sure, that's cool. Yeah, sure. I, I think when I was uh, visiting Baltimore uh, and Connor back in March, um, I think that someone asked Connor's like uh, help finding a size blazer. Am I remembering that go. right, Connor? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah, it was people, like a people ask me all kinds of shit, and I yeah. like well, always am you, helpful. You always look nice, and so they're like, oh, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, this guy's wearing something that I'm kind of looking for. Uh, mm-hmm. Excuse me, and I'm happy yeah. to help. I mean, yeah, totally. Except, totally. except, except this time recently, I was at the thrift store, and. I was talking to these women, this group of women. It must have been 15 minutes. She <laughs> was like, I love your polo shorts. I think it's so great. You're a teacher, like all this shit, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm like loving it. Of course. Of course. And finally, it's like a Jehovah's Witnesses trap. Oh, it's like, oh no. Your club. Here's that mm-hmm. website. Like, Will, we'd love to give you our business card. And I'm oh, like, my- God. Why are you giving me your business card? And then, of course, in my naive thinking, I'm thinking they're giving me their business card because they want to, like, network and we can, like, do teacher projects or something. <laughs> no. JW.com. Wow. Hey, no, so, no uh, free advertising. <laughs> yeah, right. You And That's that you so heard it here funny. first, too. That's... Finally made the episode. Wow. I've never <sighs> had that happen. I've had people who are like, oh, I want it. My, my husband needs a a blazer for like a job interview like could you try this on you guys are the same size and uh i'll get stuff that's nice i'll do that yeah totally we were were in florida the the two thrifts that we went to were both staffed by these rehab and i was like something about this is like (laughs) awry something about this is a mess you know and then it's like they weren't paying them oh wow yeah they just straight up were not paying them Whoa. Right. They were like, it's a condition of their living in the fucking rehab to work at this thrift store. What? Yeah. Just wild. I can't believe it. And I bet the prices were through the roof, too. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they had a lot of, like, ugly beach decor because it's a beach town, you know? Sure. Holy moly. I feel like all yeah. of us have a thousand stories of, like, weird encounters that we have while we're out picking. Like, I, I know... Uh, my friend Eleanor and I uh, constantly talk about writing a screenplay based <laughs> on being a picker and including a lot of uh, a lot of our funny stories from like yeah. the road and 
and whatever. And wow. Yeah. We, I don't know. Maybe, maybe this is the, you know, this is something we could, we could do as a series. I'm like, what weird shit did you experience in a thrift this week? Overheard at the thrift. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It'd be, Dude, and, thrifting is so popular now. It would probably, honestly, people probably would, would tune into yeah, that. Yeah. It's sure. really in vogue. And then my fucking thrifting Olympics. It's happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, <laughs> we can, we can write the screenplay and then do, do this in collaboration with the launch. That's too and cool. to yeah. try out for the movie, and you have it, yeah, to win the drifting Olympics. That's the audition. There yeah, we go. The yeah, yeah. I mean, the, char- God, the characters have something. to be real. Uh, uh, Shane, man, what are uh, what are you excited to sell this fall? And uh, and uh, sister question: mm-hmm. um, Where are you going to be selling? Um, well, I always do Alfargo's Marketplace, which those are my guys. I've been doing them since they started. We just did. Number sixteen back in August, so we've done oh, yeah. a lot of them. We love so, we love those guys. We're they're going to yeah, be yeah. on the, the rest of them outside of Nick are going to be on here eventually. Shout out, Alberta. Yes, Stefan. I wish Alaric. that I was still in New York or like that. This thing had been happening when I lived in Brooklyn because yes. it would be so. It looks like so much fucking fun, dude. It is. Believe me, it's wonderful. Those guys, just like I said, I think I said last time, it was just through Instagram, and they saw my stories, and they were like, "It looks like you find cool stuff. Do you want to sell?" and it felt like when I walked in the room and met them, it felt like I had known them forever. Hell yeah. Just so so welcoming, so warm, and just the nicest people. And Building community. Building that's community. what it is. And it's funny because people I know that sell there now that didn't do it from the beginning, they're like, wow, it's, it's, it's like no other sale I've done. Right. It's yeah. not, it feels like it's just a hundred friends you know, in a room. Everyone's just trying stuff on and talking about where'd you find this and this is so cool. And, you know, it's just great. So I'm always doing that. Um, there's really not a lot of other places I sell in per- I mean, there's really no other places I sell in person. I sell to some stores in um, the tr- like in Brooklyn and stuff like that. Um, but in person, I just do all Fargo's. I thought about trying to branch out. There's a few sales out um, in the Hamptons. They do some secondhand sales, but it might be a little – might get expensive to set up there. Um, yeah. I yeah. feel it. I, I'm pretty yeah. like – yeah, personally like – pretty not into really expensive events where there's no like yes. guarantee that I'm going to make even that money back. Exactly. And like, Alfargo, I always do pretty well. And the few times I didn't, I blame, it was like so hot. And oh no yeah. Dude. To buy anything. Yeah. That, that's was, another, another curse of living this life. Yeah. 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 But again, doing that sale, um, it was like maybe two times I was like, Oh, money wise was kind of whatever, but it was still a great day. You know, so that's the, sure. that's the best part about it. And I'm not too far. I'm, I'm not, I'm like a, a 40 minute drive from New York city. So, um, but what I'm excited to sell, I think it's the same thing. It's so great that, that, um, more oversized and, uh, like drapey stuff is in right now. So coats, I mean, I post a coat on Instagram and it's like, I need it. I need it. How much is it? You know, oh, fuck yeah. DMs are crazy, which is cool. Um, so definitely coats. I have a lot of, uh, great coats, like belted great herringbone stuff um that's the biggest thing that i noticed that people are coming coming to to uh look for is is overcoats because i think because retail on a nice coat is so expensive right totally you know? yeah even some secondhand coats are a hair under retail sometimes yeah for sure you know? for sure so i try to be i try to be reasonable because again i don't do this full full time so i can be more flexible with the price 
And I try to look at it from from a buyer's perspective. If you're a kid who's just getting into secondhand stuff and you don't have a, you know, none of us have a ton of money, but we might have more than a, a young kid. And if he has, you know, 50 bucks, I'm like, okay, I I paid 20. I'll sell it to him for 50. I'll make 30 bucks on it and he'll have a coat. Totally. Totally. And uh, that's cool. You are a rare person. Yeah. Th- I mean, that's, that that's the same way that I operate because like, I know that if I paid twenty dollars for something, that's probably the most expensive thing I bought that week. And so, sure. you know, if I paid a dollar or a buck fifty or five dollars for shit, like it all averages out. Yeah, you know, I, I do that a lot, especially like when I go on big big trips where I'm buying mm-hmm. a lot, you know. And I'm like, I'm it, this comes from shout out style forum thr- thread again. Yeah, like I make a list of everything I buy and the price, mm-hmm. and calculate my average PPU. Price per yep. or price, price yep. per unit. So yep, that's it. you know, like I that is something that like just it it thrills me. I don't know why. No, like, it really does. I'm just does. you know like, it, it, but then that allows you to sell the twenty dollar jacket to a kid for fifty bucks. That's a excited about it, and mm-hmm. b was just like, oh man, this is a great a great deal. Yes, I've had people come back at all Fargo's and they go, oh, I, you know. Do you remember me? I bought. I'm like, of course. And they're like, yeah, I, I, I wear that coat every day. You know, I love it. I love it. And it's just, again, it's just a nice way to build um, that relationship too. Because I have a lot of people now that I've done all Fargo so much. I have a lot of people who who are repeat customers. Like it sounds funny, customers, but they are repeat. They come right to me first, and then they'll do their 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 browsing. For sure. Even if they don't buy anything this third or fourth time, they still come and check what I have. Yeah. Uh, which yep. is cool. That's that's which such a cool. such a fucking cool part of this. And like we yes. you know, my friends and I that I work with here, mm-hmm. we we are known because like, you know, we put in the time and the effort and like yeah. you know, people again, people come even if they don't buy anything and they're like they shoot the shit for 30 seconds or a minute you're just like oh man yeah. that was awesome i like, like that yeah you kind of forget like oh you didn't buy anything oh whatever it's okay yeah i don't, I don't give a fuck like yeah. if you're and a it's cool nice, person it's nice even when they're like oh you know nothing's grabbed me this time i go okay you bought like five things last time so it doesn't yeah, matter exactly like this, like I'm, I'm i'm not a capital like i no. you know right. i do i <laughs> right. yeah like I, I we we do this shit to, because we have to live a life in a capitalist system like I, if I could, I would just like, you know, hook up all of these people because I, I just like knowing there's like this community around. Yes, I love that. Which I love that. I would be remiss if I did not say that's how this whole fucking thing started. Yep. So yep. We'll start we, we didn't we're not saying this, but we're having Shane on again. Right. This is the second time now. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Which we have not done this. So. Uh, it's been really a community building exercise. I think think that it's awesome. There's like always someone to talk to. It is awesome. I know when I see, obviously after I was on it last year, I obviously listened to them and I see all the guests. I'm like, it's so cool to, uh, to like, I'll go, I'll go back and revisit them sometimes because it's just, it's so cool to see people I know, people I I am friends with, people I know only, basically only know them through clothing. Right. But it, and you guys get people that, you know, what's the word? Like you had Crowley last week, who a uh, great guy. I like him a lot, but he doesn't do a lot of podcasts, not that I know of. Right. So I was excited yeah. to hear his perspective on, you yeah. know, I like that because a lot of the menswear pods, quote unquote, they'll have the same few people and then they kind of teeter off, you know? Right. It's cool that you get 
different perspectives. And, you know, again, I love this whole community. I think it's great, but there's like maybe a dozen menswear guys and it just gets circulated through over and over and over again. Yeah. I mean, it's like as someone that was in New York during the like hashtag menswear blog explosion. Yeah. uh, It like, there's still a certain part of that kind of shit that hangs on Mm -hmm. and it's, it's morphed. It's not, you know, it's not about that same style, but like it's about the same 15 or 20 people Yes. Always, you know, always in the spotlight. And like one of the goals that Connor and I originally discussed and Renato, who is the godfather of our show still, um, (laughs) you know, like the thing we set out to do is talk to people that no one else is talking to. Yes. And and like community building, like that's our shit. We want to talk to people that are cool and that like cool shit, no matter what that cool shit is. It might not be my shit, but, you know. (laughs) There's a thread that connects all of us through this, like, Mm -hmm. you know, this weird community of clothing nerds that we have. Yeah. 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 And And if it's not a tired metaphor, like the thread thing, I think is very funny. And it does. Yeah. That I didn't even, that that did not, uh, that did (laughs) not. No, I know. That's, it was like basically no pun intended, right? Yeah. Zero pun. Uh, you're the, you're the pun master, not me. Right. <laughs> Something uh, like that. So yeah, Shane, dude, thank you for coming on again. Um, oh we, yeah, of course. I, I did. Uh, I did want to ask, like, you still playing drums pretty regular? Um, I I jam on the practice pad here and there. I haven't really set up my kit. I had, you know, my kick and my snare, and my hat set up here and there, but I sold most of my cymbals. I still have the kit I've had since high school. It still sounds great. Yeah. But not as much as I probably should. I mean, I know I could hop on tomorrow and play. It's just like riding a bike. But right. Right. Um, it's hard, well, it's hard. I, I will it's wager. Hard. I will uh-huh. wager. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started writing music again, like back in the fall. Nice. Um, and you know, just been like writing guitar shit and bass stuff. Uh, uh by myself, like recording on yeah. GarageBand, like you know, just yeah. whatever. And so, uh, I was like, oh, I like. I'm a drummer. Like I started out as a drummer. Uh, I played drums in band. Yeah. Like uh, I'm just going to like try to do some tracks to get these demos, like kind of filled out. So, you know, you can hear the idea. Yeah. Uh, Then I realized that I had not sat behind a drum kit in 10 fucking years. And that (laughs) shit is way harder than I like. I drum all the time, like on objects or like if I'm driving or whatever, like that's just, that's just natural. Uh, sitting behind a drum kit, I learned, uh, takes more practice than I thought, you know, going a decade between it could, could do. Well, and it's creative energy. It requires creative energy. And I think that well, that's I, like, I have plenty of that, but like, yeah, uh, I, I think uh, maybe, maybe yeah, if you're yeah. on the level that you are, it's, it's like riding a bike. I, I sadly am not, a, no longer on that level. <laughs> I will say that's fair. I will say I'll word it differently. I I think if I hopped on a, a full kit tomorrow, I'd have I would have no issue playing it. But I do think stamina wise, yeah, yeah, that's another thing, man. Like that shit. I, I forgot how much it wears you out. Yes, I would. I always say because you know I have a twin brother. We did the band together. We used to. We always talk about how I used to get my best sleep like after playing a, like a crazy set because I was so wiped. Yeah, totally. <laughs> the best sleep after that. Yeah, <laughs> takes a yeah. lot out of you. Yeah, and especially if you're, if you're on tour, like... you're so happy for that sleep. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because you're you're doing the loading in, the loading out, everything. Yes, eggs. Oh, oh a and, a, and a drummer day. loading out is is the worst fucking thing on earth. Dude, and I was in a band that played, you know, metal type music, and I had I had a four piece kit and two, you know, two ride two rides actually, and uh, and hi hats. I had a small kit. Right, right, yeah. These, these guys that are playing like kit. nineteen toms and oh two basses. Yeah, like I've got three different hi hat setups. Like, dude, do you really oh need gosh. that? It's Maybe. wild. I yeah. I have a friend. Um, he was in a band called Winds of Plague. He actually now plays drums in Lamb of God. But oh shit. Yeah, he was in this band called Winds of Plague that we used to tour with, and honestly, like, unbelievable drummer, really nice guy, but he had two kicks and, like, a big rack, and I'm like, we're playing a VFW, we're playing a VFW, <laughs> but he was so used to that setup, and he, I think to this day, he pretty much has the same setup. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was always a four-piece crash, crash ride, ride, and hi-hat. Like, I was that's... definitely a four-piece guy, and yeah. I would – my left hand crash, I actually, over the years, I actually put a ride there because I hit so hard because I had oh, no yeah. technique. So just two giant rides, the bigger the better, um, and just, like, beat the hell out of them. Fuck yes. Yeah, that's yeah, giant symbols are also key if you're playing heavy music. Giant symbols, and I definitely had a phase where I wanted, you know, I wanted my Dave Grohl, like, giant rack tom. Which right, I never did, right, yeah. Which I never did. Yeah, it's it's an inspirational thing for any drummer. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. All right. Well, um, you know, we always give uh, our guests a chance to shout out what they want to. So, sure. uh, yeah, do your um, best. I'm not a big social. I only have Instagram. I don't do anything else. Uh, I'm just Shane Joseph underscore. Um, honestly, it's just <laughs> it's just outfits I wear, and in my stories, I'll I'll post some. Uh, things i find during my my thrift days and um yeah that's that's literally all my social media no facebook no uh what is it x now twitter whatever the hell right, it is yeah yeah twitter it's stuff. still twitter god damn it still, <laughs> okay, twitter. still twitter yeah just the instagram and just follow me there and uh that's that's anything yeah. relating to me is on there go see shane at alfar at the next alfargo's market and all of the sequential alfargo's markets yeah uh, yeah as long as they keep inviting me back i'll uh you know any uh as long as there's no uh you know unexpected issues i'm there and uh you know i got some deals if you need some stuff so come to me and we're, we'll be good fuck yeah fuck yeah tell them you're a friend of the pod tell them you found him through the pod uh <laughs> anyway That'd be great. um shane uh once again thank you um Thank you, listeners. Uh, rate and review uh, our podcasts on your platform of choice. If you would not mind, that would be sick. Uh, we had a kind of shitty review on, on Apple, and then um, it it got better. So, yeah. It's positive. That's positive. <laughs> positive. Positive. Well, and to, this, and to the person's, and to the person's <laughs> comment, we have improved the sound quality. I think so. I think so. We're, we're constantly oh. trying. We're constantly trying. We're strivers. That's what we are. We've it's a bunch of better, strivers. That's better than then talking bad about like the content or something like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. The guy was well, nice. He was like, the yeah, fucking they, content, no one is talking about this in clothing. So like, this is great. Just please get some microphones, which we yeah, did. Yeah, which we did. And I've said it before. I'll I'll say it again. Uh, we're trying. And it is really <laughs> difficult to record a three-person all-remote podcast sure but guess what we did it today in one take we did it today in one take motherfuckers uh all right
anyway, Shane, one more time. Thank you. Um, I am Matt Smith at Rebels Rogues. And I'm Connor Fowler at Connor Fowler. Uh, if you have questions, comments, concerns, at Apocalypse Duds on Instagram, uh, ApocalypseDuds at gmail.com. Uh, we're still not getting much email or any email. So <laughs> gonna gonna bring yeah. up that fucking elephant in the room one more goddamn time. <laughs> Actually, no, I'll keep keep doing this. Anyway, thank you for listening. Um and have a good day, evening, night, whatever the fuck. Good night and good luck.